Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search The Rob O'Donnell Show. It is uh, 40 degrees and cloudy, some drizzle here and there, really just mostly in the Pittston area. I just drove down from northern Lackawanna County, and there was no rain except for around here. Saw a couple peaks of blue sky, but nothing much, mostly cloudy with some some misting around in the area. It's uh, 3.09 here in the studio on this Friday, February 2nd, 2024, Groundhog Day. Oh... Let's say uh, the Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, uh, I'm just looking at the text messages. You know, I like to go through. Uh, I've, well, I'm getting ready. Well, I'm driving in, and while I'm getting ready for the show, I'm listening to Nikki's show uh, to see what the tone is of the day, see what she's talking about. Always a good show there. And um, But the last... 10 or 15 minutes or so, you know, I'm making copies, I'm getting my stuff ready, I'm moving from my office to the studio here, so I I don't catch a lot of it. And I'm just looking at the text messages right now. And of course, you know, I'm going to go off in a different direction than I planned on, and we're going to talk about everything else too. But I see a text message here, and it was for Nikki's show, it was from 12 minutes ago, that says, perhaps your last caller, perhaps your last caller should look up the facts it is against federal law for illegal immigrants to receive SNAP or any type of welfare. So that's the text message. And I, I don't know the context of the conversation. I would assume that a caller said something about illegal immigrants receiving these benefits. I'm assuming that. I did not hear the conversation. But this texter says, perhaps your last caller should look up the facts. It is against federal law for an illegal immigrant to receive SNAP or any other type of welfare. Well, I would suggest this caller actually do the same because you're half right and half wrong. And um caused me to pull up while I'm sitting here for the couple of minutes that news is happening. This is coming from the Community Legal Services of Philadelphia, Immigrants' Rights to Public Benefits in Pennsylvania. Many immigrants are eligible to receive cash assistance, SNAP, medical assistance, and other public public benefit programs in Pennsylvania. The rules about which immigrants are eligible or not eligible can be complicated. This flyer provides general information on immigrants' rights to public benefits in Pennsylvania. For advice on a specific case, speak to an immigration or public benefits specialist. What are major public benefits programs? Well, temporary assistance for needy families, TANF, provides cash to pregnant women and families with related children. Supplemental security income, SSI, provides cash to certain people who are seniors 65 or older or adults and children who have serious long-term physical and mental disability. SNAP food stamps provide government credits that can be used like money to buy food in most grocery stores. Medical assistance, and MA, provides health insurance, which pays for medical care. Anyone who receives TANF or SSI automatically gets MA, even if you earn too much money to get cash assistance. You and your children may still be eligible for MA. Now you have federally funded MA and state funded MA. There's two types of it. Then it goes on to explain how someone applies for these benefits. It says you apply for TANF, SNAP, and MA by visiting your local welfare office to find which office in Philadelphia you should use. There's a phone number, or you can go to their office. 
Can immigrants receive public benefits? Each public benefits program has its own immigration status rules determining whether an individual immigration status will restrict them from receiving a public benefit in a two-step process. Now, here's where you become right and wrong. First, determine what type of immigration category you fit into. Second, determine which public benefit that immigration type may be entitled to receive. Now, there's different immigration types. And here's where we've hit this threshold now where illegal immigrants are receiving these type of public benefits. And I'll explain why. You have U.S. citizens, you have qualified immigrants, lawful permanent residents, certain battered spouses and children, asylees, refugees, persons granted withholding to deportation or withholding of removal. Then you have uh, type C, that was type B, qualified immigrants, which this administration has taken the great majority of these 8 to 10 million illegal immigrants that have come in and thrown them under these categories. You have protocol immigrants, immigrants that are considered permanent residing under color of law. PRUCOL, it's called, P-R-U-C-O-L. If their presence in the United States is known to the government and they are allowed to remain in the United States indefinitely. Some examples... People residing in the U.S. under indefinite stay of deportation, an indefinite voluntary departure, or an order of supervision. People with a U visa. Now here's where they're falling into again. Category D, lawfully present. The following individuals are lawfully present in the U.S. Persons under temporary protected status, TPS, and the person is pending application for TPS and employment authorization. Persons granted employment authorization, family unity benefits, person currently under deferred enforcement departure. That's what the majority of the illegal immigrants that are being processed now are falling under. And then you have children under the age of 14 with application for asylum pending at least 180 days. Now we realize that was just shortened to 30 days. Persons over the age of 14 pending applications for asylum and employment authorization. So people in that category do qualify for these public benefits. And what the Biden administration has done is they have reclassified what an asylum seeker is. And the majority of the illegal immigrants here who are getting those court dates anywhere out to seven years and being released through the country with the paperwork, that's why they're finding the first Border Patrol agent they can find, the first authority figure they can find, they get processed and they get released under the asylum role because they're being coached because the government, the Biden administration has put out that if you're seeking asylum, you could stay here till you have your court date. Not only can you stay here because you've been processed as what's determined as lawfully present because you are awaiting an asylum hearing, you qualify for Temporary Assistance for Needed Families, TANF, SSI, food stamps, and medical assistance. So to say that illegal immigrants are not by law allowed to get that under this administration 
due to the fact that they've been reclassified, the good majority of them as asylum seekers, when they know 80% will never qualify for asylum, but they know their court dates are anywhere from five to seven years out, and there's a backlog, and a big portion of them will disappear. Even though those checks are direct deposited, we all know you don't need an address to get direct deposit. They are receiving the benefits. So I hope that shed some light on that. And again, this wasn't my conversation, but when I saw it, I was like, no, that's, uh, that's really not because of the change of classification. We talked about this yesterday on my show with the congresswoman from Indiana to where they've redefined what asylum is. Usually asylum is if you're coming from Venezuela or you're coming from Africa, whatever the first country you get to, be it in South America, Central America, be it Mexico, you are to go to the United States Embassy and apply for asylum there. And you wait until you have your court and then you come over. Now, if you happen to be here for a reason, we've seen it with Russian sports, uh, you know, Olympic figures or, or sports figures that are here defect and claim asylum. We've seen it with Cubans. We've seen it with Haitians. We've seen it with people from other countries. If you're here, that's a different story. But we're allowing them a free-for-all, and that's why Colombia is letting a full thoroughfare through their country of Venezuelans, because as long as they're not staying there, they're welcoming them to move through. They're giving them transit visas where they should be going to the, Columbia, the U.S. Embassy in Colombia, and they're applying for asylum. Or the Remain in Mexico policy, where you have to stay in Mexico and claim asylum there. And again, 80% do not qualify. So I hope that clears that up. And again, I did not hear the... Uh, I did not hear the... Uh, And by text messages, some text messages here. So, yes, you're here legally. You can't get these benefits. Seems pretty clear. Uh, are applauding this asylum change in definition from this administration. I'm getting text messages now that's saying, well, they're not illegal anymore, right? They're here. Well, yeah, this administration has changed the definition of illegal. That does not make them legal because their Justice Department is not going to go after their own administration. And again, 80% will not qualify. And we're starting to see citizens, if you see the video of the woman at the uh, Massachusetts Center, where her children go, where they've been kicked out, where they've been denied grants to refurbish their basketball courts, their gymnasium, their pool for their kids to get off the street and do things. Well, now all of a sudden they had all this money to refurbish it into a, a, a shelter for illegal immigrants. And if you've seen the video of the mother literally going off on that in Massachusetts, it's there. Someone says, are these benefits for immigrants with the documentation? Yes, this, this administration is processing. That's what the processing is for. That's why all our Border Patrol agents are busy processing them, because this administration has said, well, everyone who's coming here is coming here for a better life. They're seeking asylum. Knowing under the definition of asylum, that's not the definition. Coming here for a better life, coming here for a better job, coming here to support your family is not a, 
a qualification for asylum. But this administration has given blanket asylum to the millions who have come here. And in the meantime, they are getting these benefits. So... Somebody said, also so glad this great country can help the vast majority of immigrants that truly need this help. Well, sign up. How many would you like to house? We'll send some. But that's the, uh, the fact base that, yes, the millions of illegal immigrants here who are working under a different definition from this administration, again, a manufactured crisis that is bankrupting cities, bankrupting states across this nation. And some people are fine with that until it comes here, until it starts doing it here, till they start closing down your community centers because they're housing migrants, before they start taking away your baseball and soccer fields for your children to put up tents to house migrants. Until there's no money to fix the roads and everything else because, because you can't fly out of uh, the airport here because they are turning a whole terminal into a housing for migrants, which is happening in Chicago and a bunch of other places. So, yes, what traditionally were illegal aliens are now receiving those benefits that, uh, that people say by federal law they're not getting. So you can bury your head in the sand all you want. Just telling you the facts. It's uh, 322 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Um, well, we have a couple breaking news stories. Let's, uh, let's go with the easiest one first, I guess. And again, it's sad. Uh, actor Carl Weathers died at age of 76. Apollo Creed from Rocky was also... Uh, in uh, was he in the Mandalorian or the other Star Wars, Jake? What what else was he in? I mean, he's best known for Apollo Creed, but he's also a, I'm always going to remember him as Chubbs. Chubbs, yeah. Yep. And he also played for the Raiders back in the early '70s. Did he really? Yeah, I did not know that. 1970 and 71. He was in one of the Star Wars. He was either the regular Star Wars. I think it was the Mandalorian. Yeah, he was in the Mandalorian. The spinoff of the Star Wars on Disney Plus, but Carl Weathers, good actor. He was also opposite uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator. So, uh, he's also in Little Nicky, another Adam Sandler movie, yeah. and Eight Crazy Nights. Yep. And I'm looking here, his last role, he was Combat Carl in Toy Story Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sad, sad to Rest lose. Peace, and it, there's no cause of death, but he was 76. So we'll see what comes out of that if he was suffering from something. But hey, 76. Not bad, not bad. Uh, on another note, if you follow me on social media, you saw I put out a prayer uh, to our to our military services, and it appears I'm getting through uh, channels now that uh, I'm looking at text messages, and it's it's funny. Um, it appears the strikes in the Middle East, the retaliatory strikes from the U.S., have begun. Um, you know, I was getting some information, and again, from open sources, from people that uh, 
that I follow in the Middle East, um, on the ground reporters that have been very uh, solid in their reporting. People who monitor our military that have been very solid on their reporting, um, stating that uh, there were planes in the air earlier today. There were support structures in the air like air fuel tankers and such like that. So either there was a mass movement to move assets or that was the beginning of preparing for a strike. And the fact that there was the uh, dignified transfer remains at Dover at the same time. Knowing how the military plans things, dealing with the, the individuals that I've surrounded myself with for the past decade almost, um, the timing of that is not by accident. The fact that while our commander-in-chief was at Dover and the families of our three service members that were killed in action while sleeping in their barracks. Uh, a strike starts, and that sends a, a good message. It sends a message. Hopefully the targets send that same type of message, but the fact that we've been projecting for over five days now that we were going to do this, the fact that intel experts have said that any high-value targets in, from Iran have already fled, um, major members in uh, the Houthi leadership have gone into Iraq populated areas and such like that. So we'll see what happens, but again, God bless our military. God bless our military uh, while they see this through. It appears to be uh, manned aircraft. There was a report earlier today via social media, again, um, from assets that I trust, stating that there were a half dozen B-2 bombers in the air with tanker support and escort aircraft. So I'm starting to get reports now that there, there are explosions in several areas in the Middle East and that that campaign has, uh, has begun. As, that, as we go through this, as it, we start to get reports of what's going on, you know, I'll try and bring them to you, but there was a reason why I posted, you know, God bless our military earlier today, because I heard that it was, uh, that we did have assets in the air and it was imminent that something was going to happen. Then it kind of backed off and said maybe they were just moving assets to where they needed to be. Two days ago, there was a big movement of assets from the West Coast to the East Coast to transit the Atlantic to get to Europe to be available. And again, this is from open-sourced radar, people who track military aircraft for, for a hobby. Um, some military aircraft can be tracked, some can't be tracked via your flight trackers and such like that. So usually support aircraft can be. And when they're over U.S. land, so other aircraft can tell they're there, uh, especially larger aircraft that aren't as maneuverable, like tankers and uh, B-2 bombers and such like that, but there was a whole convoy of tankers that came from the west coast to the east coast two days ago, and then they spent some time here and then transited the Atlantic to the European Theater and the CENTCOM Theater, where the Middle East is located. But it appears I'm getting reports that there are explosions there. Now, they very well may be just retaliatory strikes from our aircraft strike group that's there, our uh, aircraft carrier strike group, in response to them continually to shoot at us on a daily basis. But this seems to be a little bit more than that, so we'll see what happens there. 
It's 3.31 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 39 degrees and cloudy at 3.37. Mainstream media is now reporting that the retaliatory airstrikes uh, have begun in the area of Syria. Significant air activity by U.S. aircraft and drones noted over eastern Syria, Iraq, and Jordan. I'm getting it from ABC News. It's on Fox News right now, as well as uh, the uptick in my sources in the Middle East that are on the ground. So um, it is happening. And, uh, you know, God bless our military and keep them safe. Just saw a story that uh, just broke on the New York Post. Came across my news feed. Uh, where New York City is launching a $53 million program to hand out prepaid credit cards to illegal migrant families. Mayor Eric Adams' administration will soon start handing out prepaid credit cards to illegal migrant families being put up in Big Apple hotels. The $53 million project run by a New Jersey company, Mobility Capital Finance, will provide uh, migrants arriving at the Roosevelt Hotel with, a city ca- with, with the city cash to help them buy food, according to city records. It's a start. Uh, it'll start with a group of 500 migrant families in short-term hotel stays and will replace the current food service offered there, according to City Hall. The cards can only be used at bodegas, grocery stores, supermarkets, convenience stores, and migrants must sign an affidavit swearing that they will only spend the funds on food and baby supplies or they will be kicked off the program. The immediate response card initiative appears akin to the state's food stamp program, dubbed SNAP, which provides lower-income New Yorkers with a credit card to cover the cost of meals and will provide funds based on the same scale. The amount on each card will vary depending on the size of the family and whether any income is coming in, according to the details of the contract. A family of four, for instance, could be provided nearly $1,000 each month, which comes out of th- which comes out to $35 Per day for food, cards will get refilled every 28 days. Hard-up residents of city housing were given the same type of cards last year to pay for holiday dinners. MoCal Fi, that's the financial company that's doing this, looks forward to partnering with New York City to disperse the funds for asylum seekers to purchase fresh hot food, said CEO and founder Wol Coxum. Their goal is to expand access to financial and to financial resources for individuals excluded from banking, such as asylum seekers, illegal immigrants, which help the local economy. If the program is successful, the city will expand it to all migrant families staying in hotels, which is roughly fifteen thousand currently. So, a thousand dollars a month. Uh, I'm sure this company, MoCal Financial, is not doing this for free just like the other non-governmental organizations that are doing this. They're not doing this for free. They're making millions off of the illegal immigration crisis, which is why you won't see it solved. But we were just talking about that. Again, I didn't even plan to talk about this. This was a text from Nikki's show that I picked up on. And now, and that story's coming out of the New York Post. 
It was just posted at 2.55 p.m. on February 2nd. New York City launches a $53 million program to hand out prepaid credit cards to migrant families. And there you go, $1,000 a month. Could you use $1,000 a month? I'm sure. I'm sure anybody, everybody could use $1,000 a month. Incredible. And we go on from there. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 345 here at WILK, 39 degrees. I apologize for getting people angry about the stories. Again, I didn't plan on talking about you know, what benefits uh, illegal immigrants are entitled to and what they're not entitled to and how this administration has manufactured a crisis that is bankrupting cities and states in this country, quite honestly. So, uh, and, and then the story popped up, like I said, it was just posted just before 3 o'clock on the New York Post about this $53 million program. Now, I understand, well, you know, there's people here that need to eat, but what else, if this, if this crisis wasn't manufactured, if we kept the same policies, because the same laws are still there, if we kept the same policies from the last administration to this administration, and we were still benefiting with the lowest illegal immigration in our lifetimes, what could these cities and states be spending? Like New York City, just this program, $53 million. I mean, we're in the trillions nationally on this amount that's being spent here. What could we be doing with our communities? What could we be doing with our cities and states and nationally without that? Now, everything else, the, you know, the, the record deficit, the broken Social Security system, that, that's going to be insolvent in, what, 15 years, if that? Uh, Medicare system. We could be solving, you know, real issues like that. And I agree. Let's look at our legal immigration process. Let's, if it's broken, let's fix it. Let's look to increase it. Let's look to do things the legal way properly. But you can do none of that without a secure border. That should be a no-brainer. But saying, hey, we're not going to secure the border, but we're just going to try after 5,000 come in a day to not let any more in. Again, record numbers. Instead of saying, well, okay, we want that number to be 5,000. Let's increase the legal entry to 5,000. Not, hey, we'll just let 5,000 in illegally, and then we'll, once we're at that number, we'll process them and stop. Let's secure the border, and let's take a real hard look at what we can accommodate as a nation. And let our legislatures that the le, uh, legislators that we vote for, that we put there to make these decisions, to do their job, hash that out and justify it to the American people and come before us in these debates and say, these are the numbers. These are why we have these numbers. This is what the need is. Here's corporations saying they need X, Y, and Z. Here's our education system saying they can only handle this much. Here's our housing experts that say we can only deal with this much. That's the way you work this out. And yes, this country was built on immigration, legal immigration. Now, there is a subsector of illegal immigration that this country does definitely depend on. We have our members of Congress, like a Jerry Nadler, saying, who's going to pick our vegetables? Well, let's look at that and legalize it. There is a legal path to do that. We see it here. We see it here with our or orchards. We see it with a whole bunch of things. So let's have the experts look at it, study it, look to revamp our legal system to come here and allow people to come here for a better life legally but 
We need to stop illegal immigration. We need to stop making millionaires and billionaires out of the cartels. We need to secure our border. It's as simple as that. And then legally allow whoever we decide to allow in, in. It's not rocket science. It's not hard. Let's uh, go to the phones. We have uh, Ray from Mountaintop on immigration. Ray. Rob. Yes. Thank you so much for taking my call. And, and let's really talk about the whole subject. It was done by one person for one reason. Joe Biden had a pure hatred. He is the most hate-filled, evil person. I'm an old man. I've lived through a lot of presidents, good and bad. He is hate-filled. He is evil. He is senile. And as far as letting experts do things, that's what gets our, tr- our company in trouble, our country in trouble, the experts. Who the heck are the experts? It's people like you and I that are the experts. And as it relates to money, it's real simple. The very first thing we need to do is reduce our, our debt. And the second thing we need to do is give taxpayers relief. It's not the government's money. It's not the state's money. It's not the school district's money. It's not the municipality or the county's money. It's your money. Hey, Rob, I'm going to make you a bet. Nobody can spend your money better than you. Oh, you I, respect uh, you respect your money. I, I agree, but and if you go back, and I don't, I don't even think he has a grasp on what's going on with his administration. Because if you look at everything Joe Biden said up until about two years ago. It was the total opposite of what he's allowing to happen now. Now, he just, they love to fact check every breath that Trump makes. Let's fact check them. And first of all, their fact checkers are liars. And let's call, it's the People's Republic of Lackawanna County with the Democrats. They think Joe Biden is such a great guy. He's a thief. He's a crook. He is a criminal. His son, whatever he is, his son is worse. And it's time to just be honest about it. Now, Donald Trump was uh, supposedly convicted of sexual assault. The animal who said he did that can't remember the date, can't remember the day of the week. Now, you used to be a police officer. Well, he wasn't convicted. He was, found, he, was found li- he was found liable. He wasn't convicted. It was a civil trial. And, well, uh, and uh, whatever. What, yeah. How can you be liable for doing something when the person who's accusing you of it can't tell, can't even tell you the year, the name of her cat? You know what her cat's name is? Vagina T Fireball. She is an absolute nutcase. This was done by the Democrat Party out of hate. They had to change New York's laws uh, regarding statute of limitations just to go after them. It's outrageous. When, you know what, what do they say? The price of freedom is eternal vigilance. When are we going to stand up and say, what in God's name? You were a cop in New York. Those two poor cops in New York who got the living daylights beat out of them, one of them should have had the presence of mind, if we had a different administration, to take out his service revolver and end it. They'd be they'd be they're under arrest. They'd be under Jeffrey. arrest right now with this the climate we're at now. They'd be under arrest right now for a homicide. Yeah, and the people that put them under arrest under arrest should be under arrest. How can you put two innocent police officers in a situation while they're being attacked by a mob? 
the kick to the head is a kill shot. Well, there's actually laws That's on the books. I, in Massachusetts, the, the, there's a law, you know, kicking someone with a shod foot, meaning your foot has a, you know, a shoe or a boot or something on it. That, that's that's a different charge because it's considered a weapon. Um, and it is deadly force. I mean, any, if anyone says anyone getting kicked to the face um, is different. But to release these people on no bail and then they skip town, it's just okay, incredible. Who but, did it? Rob, Rob, who did it? Name the party. The Democrats. New York City Democrats. Well, the DA Alvin Bragg was was cornered while he was walking to his car today, and obviously had no comment and, and didn't say anything, uh, because they have no they have no stance here. You, you can You mean to tell me if this was turned around in any other way, if somebody else kicked someone in the face and in the head multiple times? I counted thirteen total when looking at the video. Uh, you mean to tell me if that was any other situation, that it would be handled the same way? It, that's nuts. If those, if those were if those were two of our wonderful, tremendous Pennsylvania State Troopers, and, and it was happening in, in Scranton, I wouldn't have blamed either one of them for taking out their service revolver and protecting themselves. I mean, that's it's just that simple. My God, what has happened to our country that two police officers in broad daylight? Was that a, in Times Square? Oh, it could, it could be justified, and it is justified. You're not wrong, but I'm telling you, in this day and age, in midtown Manhattan, those officers wouldn't have stood a chance. I'm telling you right now, if you're about to lose consciousness and you're getting kicked in the head and you're outnumbered and you know that if you go unconscious, they're going to have control over your weapon, they've already you're assaulted dead. you, everyone around, you're dead, everyone around you might be dead, and you use deadly force to stop that because you're about to lose consciousness, that's justifiable. But in New York, now, in this day and age, you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars in defense for yourself. You're in a no-win situation with a New York DA, a New York jury, and, and where they already look at you as the bad person. I, and we can prove I can prove that to you. Look at what happened. They were released without bail. Their lives don't mean anything. But if they would have taken the, the illegal immigrants' lives by shooting them because they were about to go unconscious and lose control of their weapon, they would have been crucified. We're going to have to leave it there, Ray. God Appreciate bless, it. Rob. Thank you. It's time for the Bloomberg Money Minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's uh, 3.58 here in Northeast Pennsylvania. I got a text message in warning, warning us and, and asking me to warn you guys for a scam that happened to one of our listeners. Um, they said they got a voicemail from some guy saying he was from PPNL and they changed billing to send my payment to a different address. And then I should tell my bank to honor a different address for the PPNL. I smelled a rat as I was in. So she called PPNL, and they agreed that it was not normal. Thanked me for reporting it. I then called my bank to notify them to let their customers know. So if people answer the phone without recognizing the number, they are looking for trouble. So be aware if you get a call from someone saying they're from PPNL and changing their address, um, hang up, contact PPNL, let them know, protect yourself. Uh, some other things I want to talk about about protecting yourself. I had a situation of a friend. I'm going to see if she's going to be willing to talk about it next week, uh, where their next door neighbor, an 11 year old child, was abducted, corrupted via social media, was convinced to go out, uh, was taken by a Sexual predator. Thankfully, police were able to stop them at the state line. He tried to run over the police and was shot and killed. 
little girl is safe, but uh, 11 years old on social media, meeting up with a sexual predator and gets abducted.